हेलो थैंक यू फॉर जॉइनिंग मी इन दिस एपिसोड आई एम देवेश एंड आई आई थॉट आई विल टॉक अबाउट द बीडल्स टुडे आई थिंक एवरी वन नोज अबाउट द बीडल्स एंड आई डोंट नीड टू इंट्रोड्यूस दैम बट आई रियली वॉन्ट टू टॉक अबाउट द इम्पैक्ट दैट देव हैड ऑन म्यूजिक एंड हाउ दैट इम्पैक्ट हैज़ लास्टेड ऑल दीज ईयर्स एंड वी कैन एक्चुअली सी द इम्पैक्ट इवन टूडे सो लेट्स बिगिन so first of all let's talk about the album in itself how the beatles changed the album as a whole so uh previous to the beatles bands used to and artists used to they used to just rent out recording studios for i think maybe a day and they used to perform their songs live uh, till the producer was totally convinced that they were recorded correctly or when they sounded nice and so they used to record songs one after the other and within a few hours they were done with the album so it wasn't a very creative process i don't think that a lot of thought was put into uh, making an album and in a given album maybe they only had two or three reliable singles and the rest of the songs they were usually just fillers just for the sake of creating an album but with the beatles they actually treated uh, the recording studio as an instrument in itself <laughs> and after announcing that they won't tour anymore they they started spending a lot of time uh, in in the abbey road studios that's where they fully explored and experimented with music and the kind of music that they actually recorded like was such that it couldn't be performed live and so one great example is the sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band it's a long name <laughs> but it's a revolutionary name uh, it's when like a lot of things changed they actually reimagined how an album could be recorded and i think it was paul's idea to free themselves from their own creative and emotional sides they actually recorded this album as if their alter egos were recording these songs so they could be something which they weren't in real life and also uh, the songs uh, in this album they are a part of a loosely attached overarching theme so we can say that it's one of the first concept albums of its time moving forward let's talk about album covers so the beatles not only changed what was inside an album package but also what was on the outside that's the album cover earlier album covers was were just used as a marketing tool just to market an artist or a band but you know being beatles they had to change uh, this aspect also so uh, they really came up with a lot of unique and creative uh, album arts they realized that uh it was not only a marketing tool but they also uh, understood its artistic side that it could be a piece of art as well and that's why we have so many iconic album arts from that era uh from from the 60s for example a revolver uh they actually trans- transitioned from making colorful album arts to only a cover an album cover that was totally black and white just some sketches with some picture collages it kind of depicted their transition from pop music to psychedelic music and rubber soul uh, rubber rubber soul uh, they only had their group picture on the album art and they didn't even have the names which was very unusual at the time and it's maybe because they were so popular 
that they didn't even need to write their names and last but not least yeah, sergeant peppers so i think it's one of the most iconic uh, album arts ever created it has a photo montage of a lot of people and back then back when i was a kid i couldn't like really recognize all the people on the album art but <laughs> i guess i'll be able to recognize a lot more now but it was so unique and it's still unique till this date because i don't know i haven't seen any other album art as it was in sergeant peppers so they actually added people from all walks of life and yeah they also uh, actually uh, added lyrics for for all the songs that were on the record on the back side of the album art or i think in, inside the album cover so they were actually inviting people to not only experience their music but also experience their intellect via the content via the lyrics so like thinking about adding lyrics on the album art seems so usual but i think like back then it was very unusual and they were the first ones to do it and okay before mtv before vh1 or before 9xm for the indian folks who are listening this Be- <laughs> beatles actually pioneered making music videos as well so i don't know before the beatles a lot of artists i don't think a lot of artists but a few artists had small recordings small video tapes of them performing their songs but like they weren't like featured music videos so the beatles actually understood the marketing point of view and also the artistic point of view and they created some of the most iconic music videos which are still by the way available on youtube and so for example strawberry fields forever penny lane paperback writer all these music videos they were unusual for their time and it's it's uh, actually i think 17 or 18 years before mtv came into the picture so they actually and like these videos are quite creative for example strawberry fields forever uh, the music video it's like the song is psychedelic and i think the video is also very surreal so it actually matches it actually is a perfect music video for this perfect song yeah so they <laughs> they pioneered music videos as well and let's talk about some technical stuff they had a huge impact on the recording technology and i think artists from all kinds of genres they, they still use these techniques even till this date and for example like i would i wouldn't go deep uh, into what these technologies are but just to name a few of them like things like lo- looping and back masking and re- recording via rotating speakers these technologies are still being used today and so it's and i don't know how they managed to achieve so much in such a short period of time and i think it it uh, all boils down to their creativity because they wanted to achieve something different they wanted to experiment with sound and they and because of their their creativity they they knew what they wanted or they knew where they wanted to go and so that's why they used these recording techniques as as legit instruments and try to achieve the effects that they had in their minds for example like ringo uh, he used to place towels on his drum sets to dampen the sound and he even used to stuff the kick drum with a sweater just to dampen the sound just to dampen the bass drum sound and it's 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 not even a technical thing you're just placing a towel on the drum set you're not doing anything technical but this is called creativity and problem solving and things like these this this still being used today till this date and 
in the end we should talk about the damn good music that they made like these techniques and albums and album arts like all their experimentation all their creativity it was successful in the end because they made music which has lasted for decades and i think it'll last for like years so there's a funny story uh, in so paul paul actually uh, was reading some article or interview in a newspaper or a magazine and where he came across an article in which the who the the brit band back then they had claimed to have created the heaviest song of all time and it's called uh, i can see for miles so you guys can go and check it out and i i, I actually gave it a listen uh, it's a pretty good song so they actually claimed it to be the heaviest song of all time and paul after reading the interview he wanted to he was like we we should create the heaviest song and the hardest song of all time and so he created helter skelter and which by the way is i think in my opinion way heavier than i can see for miles and it really does seem like a hard rock song because the guitar is totally distorted and ringo is just tearing the drums apart and they're bending the strings like anything and and paul is screaming so there you go the helter skelter was the first hard rock song and which essentially paved way for hard rock in the future and and of course let's talk about uh, sergeant peppers once again so so the story is that brian wilson from of the beach boys he was actually inspired or i don't know he was a bit competitive so when he heard uh, the album rubber soul he was actually inspired to make an album of such equivalence and so that's when he created the the album pet sound and uh, after pet sounds was released he had actually started working on another album called smile when the beatles they came across this album pet sounds and especially when paul heard this album he was awestruck and he decided to make an album which was like way better than pet sounds and they actually came up with sergeant peppers and when brian wilson heard this album he actually cried that's what the reports say he actually cried and he was he, he was a bit depressed he was like these guys they reached it before that than i could like he stopped working on the other album he was working on smile and yeah that's about it so thank you so much for listening and i really appreciate you joining me on this podcast and i'm open to suggestions and feedback and questions so please be open to contact me i'll be linking down all my contacts and uh, thank you so much